Uh, so let's keep going. Number 16. We got the Tennessee Titans here. Uh, Titans are kind of in a weird spot, but I like them now that Will Levis is their quarterback for the rest of the season. I am still a fan of this defense, even though they traded Kevin Byard away. Um, You're buying and the I think, again, ahead I've been, of the Texans rest of season? Like, no, but I don't think that, like, I think that they'll finish around similar records. I don't know what their records are currently. I think the Titans have three wins and what the Texans have four, four. and four, three and five, but yeah. Yeah. So, again, I think they're both middle of the pack teams. I like the Titans defense a heck of a lot better than I do with the Texans, but, uh, yeah, this is an offense that obviously couldn't do anything with Ryan Tannehill as the quarterback. Will Levis has looked way better since coming in, and the offense has pieces on it. Like Hopkins has looked fairly nice since he's had someone to throw him the ball. Derrick Henry's still doing his thing. The offensive line's absolutely terrible, but I kind of like the Titans. Like, I don't think that they're great. I think that where we can talk about how the Texans are clear trajectory going up, where I feel like the Titans are just kind of there right now, where they're going to be a tough team to play against week in and week out, but you don't have to be worried about them come playoff time, like whatsoever. So, yeah. And again, they're just one of those teams. They've kind of been like that. I don't know where it is. Um, I mean, uh, they're when you play them at home, there's a lot of times you're going to leave with a loss and it's going to continue yeah. being that way. Um, and then they're just going to be a tough out on as, as a road team. I mean, they, not that I'm not, I'm not going to praise Pittsburgh here at all. Um, we'll talk about them in a bit, but Tennessee played a better game and probably should have won that game. Um, and then maybe I'd be thinking about them a lot differently than I am right now, but um, I'm glad Levis has gotten the nod here. Uh, he'll open up their offense a ton more than uh, Tannehill obviously ever could. Um, I think it's rejuvenated some of those offensive players and motivated them uh, to to get that change mm-hmm. finally. Because uh, yeah, they announced today that he's starting the rest of the season, like. Tannehill is benched. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. that had to happen. And uh, yeah, uh, O-line is a in shambles. But yeah, Levis has been very good at, uh, other than the last play of the game last week, I think he's been a very good decision maker with the ball. He's made big time throws uh, in when facing pressure. And um, this is what Tennessee needed. They've been a boring offense for the last... You just know what they are. There's been nothing new to them. Now, already in two weeks, they look different, and there's a different element to the offense with him uh, playing quarterback. So um, I hope he keeps playing well. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting football in the AFC South. Mm -hmm. They have the Buccaneers this coming week, and I think that will be a very good test for the young rookie. That's in Tampa? Uh, to see and kind of just Titans team in general in Tampa. Yeah. That's a tough game. Yeah. 
It's Bucks minus one and a half right now. That's but a very, uh, very let's. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going though. And we'll talk about these Steelers that just beat them last week there. Uh, Kenny Pickett sucks. I don't think that there's any other way to sugarcoat that he is not good. And again, it's not all his fault because Matt Canada also sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, George Pickens already wants out. He's, uh, he wants to be traded. He is the number one diva in the league and we love it. I don't know yeah. what it is with the Steelers and finding guys like that, but uh, apparently Mike Tomlin has a type. But yeah, if the Steelers had any other quarterback, they'd be actually, I don't even know because their offense is just not good. The run game sucks. It's really, it's all the defense and where the Titans have the upside now in their quarterback, the Steelers just don't but the Steelers defensive unit is one of the best in the league. And that's where, that's how they win games. The Steelers and the Titans are essentially the exact same team. However, yeah. uh, and I you know the, the score sheet doesn't say it, although they have lost the stat battle in all eight games this year and have a yeah. five and three record. And people tell me, Mike Tomlin just matter. wins baby. Yeah. People tell me coaching doesn't matter. But there's some. I, oh my God, yeah, Mike I've, Tomlin. I have seen. Yeah, I've seen Steelers fans wanting Mike Tomlin potentially fired at the end of this year, and I'm like, if he were to ever get fired, that would be he wouldn't even hang up the phone before having a call waiting from whatever team being like, "Come be our new head coach." Like, I think there's that he's a. 66% of the league, there would be maybe 10 teams that wouldn't fire their coach on the spot to hire Mike Tomlin. And I think there could be more I, than that. I would, I think, yeah, I think that that number is actually pretty, pretty, pretty fair there. That like uh, Mike Tomlin's just a good coach. TJ Watt in the defensive player of the year running like he always is. He's just a monster. Joey Porter Jr. has looked very, very good so yeah, far. That's a good pick. As, yeah. So, they find value guys. I think they drafted another guy. Herbig's been like nuts on the edge. Holcomb's been good, yep. although I think he had a pretty gruesome injury last weekend. So yeah, yeah, uh, he sucks. Did. He was playing good ball though. Um, they just got Hayward back. This team, I really, really, really hope they don't make the playoff because they're just going to be so boring to watch, and they will be a one and done. But. That's how much of a gauntlet the AFC is this year. They'll be there mm-hmm. in week 18. It's gonna, yeah, they're gonna be there. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens on the stretch. Uh, they should make the conclusion that Kenny Pickett's not the guy, uh, and look to reshuffle. Um, I don't know how they're gonna go about that, but Kenny mm-hmm. Pickett's not the guy, and Matt Canada is not the guy. You gotta just change it up. There's enough talent on that offense that they should not be as bad as they are. Completely, completely agree. Uh, and that's that's the scary thing. The Steelers are five and three, and They're you know and that three. the offense could be way better. They're six, They're six and, and three? three. Yeah, they are not losing to the Packers. That's, oh my! They're God. not okay, losing yeah, to the fair. Packers. No, that's that's very fair. So I'm um, declaring them six and three. Okay, uh, let's keep going. Number fourteen, 
the New York Jets, and like the Steelers and the Titans, their defenses have been the reason why they have won games at all, basically, this season. Uh, start off with a fact or fiction, though. Fact or fiction, Aaron Rodgers is the only reason why this team isn't in the playoffs right now. No, I think they have the... Uh, they maybe have one more win with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think, and this is going to sound crazy, I don't think Zach Wilson is the problem. Uh, he can definitely be playing better. He's yeah. played a lot better football than last year. Anyone mm-hmm. who says otherwise and just says, oh, Zach Wilson isn't watching the game. Zach Wilson yeah. playing pretty good football. Mm-hmm. That O-line is far and away the worst O-line in the NFL. So bad. It's it so bad. Outrageous. They have no time to do anything. Um, and you know what? Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, that's the end of the list for their weapons. Are you not going to call yep. Alan Lazard a weapon? Yep. I don't want to hear Fuck about no. uh, the, these hard knocks heroes, Gibson and, and whatnot. <laughs> they need more yeah. talent on offense. They don't have oh, yeah. to work with. Uh, I saw who was it yesterday? Uzoma dropped a wide open touchdown, just hit him in the shoulder pad and went flying off. Uh, I think Zach Wilson's taking a lot of good steps, and they should be confident about him as their QB of the future after Rodgers retires. That, that, that might I'm, be a I'm at much, that level. But... I, think, I think he's trending in the right direction. He was always very raw coming out of school. Um, and again, he's going to sit. This has been a good experience this year. Yeah. They can't block. He can't make any no. decisions. He does air no. some people. And there are yeah. accuracy issues. But he has no time to do anything. Yeah, They got to get him on the run that, more and outside of the yeah. pocket and work in more play action. So that's on Hackett mm-hmm. to figure that out. And I know they were mulling about, uh, uh, are we going to change the play calling duty soon? They're... This team can't have anyone, Rodgers, Wilson, whoever it is, sitting in that pocket. It's not going to work. Teams just get too much pressure, and your play is cooked. You have mm-hmm. no time to throw, Um, so they got to figure that out. So to answer your question, Aaron Rodgers is not the reason they're 4-4. Four and four. Their offensive line is the reason they're 4-4. Four and four. So, yes, I agree but there is another reason why Aaron Rodgers is the reason that they won't make the playoffs, not because he's just missed time with his Achilles. He is the reason why this Jets receiving core looks the way it does. Alan yeah. Lazard, Randall Cobb, these are the guys that they chose to bring in as Rodgers guys, and it's the reason why Garrett Wilson is the only NFL receiver playing for the Jets right now. And... It would be nice if Zach Wilson, even with how bad the offensive line is, if he had just one other person he could throw the ball to that isn't Garrett Wilson. I think it, it is $44 million. Something stupid like that. It's, uh, yeah. And people people give Robert Sala a bunch of shit for, oh, the offense looks bad and, oh, this looks bad. Joe Douglas deserves way more criticism yeah. for how this old roster yeah. was constructed. Because Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, I think that's enough Jets offense talk. Jets defense is top lights out. three lights out. in the NFL, the best in the NFL. 
I think that, you look at what they've done to all the the star quarterbacks, and it's just remarkable how they've yeah stuff. They're they're a very suffocating defense. They don't give you anything to work with. Uh, I know Quinn and Williams only has half a sack. Um, I don't think he got any sacks last night. From thinking back at it, I know he had some uh, pressures, but I don't think he actually got to Herbert yesterday. It was uh, um, um, Will, yeah, Willie sure. McDonald uh, and then uh, Franklin Myers and a couple other guys. But Johnson, Jermaine Johnson again. They uh-huh. have dogs all over their defense. Um, Quincy Williams and C.J. Mosley just out of nowhere has been like phenomenal again. Sauces yeah. clamps, DJ reads clamps. Uh, you can't throw on this team. No, I don't care who you are. You can't. You can't do anything against. You can't this team. do anything against this team. So, um, uh, we'll talk about them in a bit. But I'll save it. Yeah. But big ups Jets defense. Whoever plays the Jets, I, I don't even want to know what's going to happen. I'm taking probably the uh, the the Raiders team total under ten next week. <laughs> that's that's probably not a bad bet. I'm probably the odds. They are there. going to have nothing, and their O line yep. can't block. Uh, not that the Chargers could either, but their O line is no. horrible. Aiden O'Connell, yep. forget it. Ghost. Yeah, done. Uh okay. Let's let's keep going though. Number thirteen, we have your team here, the LA Chargers. Uh Factor fiction, the entire coaching staff needs to go. No. No. No, we're no. still doing this. No. After all the chances that we've given you to to yeah. say, yeah. I Unbelievable think, spills. I can't believe it. Does the entire the entire staff just, just clean slate everyone brand new? Yeah. It doesn't look like like it's just always inconsistent. They can't. They can't be in sync. The defense. They traded J.C. Jackson. I know they played two dog shit defenses, but I think it's more about having those three edge rushers: Mac, Bosa, and Thule. Full go. Um, makes them a different team. When you can move those guys all over the defensive line, they rush the passer at a different level. Uh, Alohi Gilman. Who's Alohi Gilman? Alohi Gilman is a stud. Um, They're a different defense when he plays. When they took the next step at the end of last year, starting with that Dolphins game, that's when Alohi Gilman became a starting safety. And from there, every game he's played in, it's looked really good. When did everything go to shit? When he got hurt in the Jaguars game, defense just collapsed. Um, So... The defense is playing really good. I know they played the Bears with Bajan and Zach Wilson in that <laughs> offense. Yes. They played good defense in the second half against the Chiefs, too, in the second half. Once they made whatever adjustments they have to make, we're not going to talk about the first half. But they were really good in the second half. So when they play well, the offense doesn't play well. When the offense is playing lights out, the defense plays like shit. I can't figure it out. They can't be in sync. If they can get in sync, this is a top five NFL team. That's a huge if, but it's it's there. The evidence is there. They have potential to be a top five unit on both sides of the ball. 
Um, yeah, they have the potential, and that's kind of always the story with the Chargers is, oh my god, the potential, and if they could just get it right, they'd be so good. And they never, never, never do. Kellen Moore has really pissed me off, if I'm being honest. I don't know, again, the lack of downfield throws from Justin Herbert is unbelievable. I don't understand it whatsoever. I don't know if guys aren't getting open, if the schemes are just awful, or if it could be if Justin Herbert doesn't like pushing the ball down the field because he's scared of not what could happen not if he that. doesn't. I think there's Again, blame I'm, on I'm both just... sides. There's blame on both sides here. So I think, yeah. one, Herbert has quickly become a one-read quarterback. He looks at his first read. Is it open? Throwing it. Doesn't let things develop. There's times where QJ has busted down the field and got an open if he just gave it a little more time to develop and the ball's already out. He just yeah. wants to find someone open, get it out, and move the chains and have those surgical long drives. That's how mm-hmm. he plays. That's how his brain processes everything. He has the talent to make all the throws and go downfield and, and do all that stuff, but he wants to find the first read. The other issue, though, is uh, tell me how one person blows up the entire O-line. When Corey Lindsley isn't playing football at center for this team, the pass protection just goes to shit. Slater's been... Oh, it's unbelievable. I couldn't believe it, yeah. And no one could do anything. Uh, No. They can't can't run the ball. I think they get like three yards a max per carry, probably less. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Eckler, the last couple games, has been going for... I'm not going to blame Eckler. He runs into the, the wall. He runs into the walls half the time because I don't know what the run blocking is doing. But um, the they can't run the ball, and then they get into second and long, and then they're in obvious throwing situations, and then the the pass rush just gets cooked, and they can't do anything. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people at fault. I can't fully blame Kellen Moore because when at the start of the year when. Everyone was playing, and he had Corey Lindsley playing. Again, they moved the ball down the field. They stretched the field. The offense was amazing, and that's what we wanted to see. But you can't just tell me that your center is gone and the offense goes to shit. That I'm, I'm not, I can't buy that either. I know Williams is not playing. No. And, and Palmer's not playing, and you played the Jets, who are a top passing team. Sure. I'm – Congratulations, they finally you know that the Herbert is 15 and 0 in his career when the defense gives up 20 points or less for all the wins or QB stat people out there. <laughs> yeah, there, take that one. So thank God that he played a shit game against a phenomenal pass defense, and it didn't matter, and they still won by 21 points. So uh the real yeah. test is this week. The Lions are coming off a bye. The Lions are a top team in the NFL. Uh the Lions are a very well coached team. They have talent all over the field. Um, it's it, if you want to be a contending team and not be a be ridiculed about being a joke, you have to go at home and take care of Detroit. I don't care yep. what it is. I don't care who's there. I don't care who's not there. You pay your quarterback two hundred and sixty million dollars. You got your new OC. You got all your edge rushers. You got all your guys. Find a way to win. Yeah. No, I I don't think I really have much else to add. I was looking at that Lions, what the line is, because I was curious. Lions minus two and a half right now. 
Which is um, probably fine. Like, I don't, the Chargers shouldn't be favored in that game. The Lions have played. No, better. of course not. They have a better resume. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think they just get that Vegas bias. This should probably be a longer spread than two points, mm-hmm. if I'm being completely yeah. honest. Uh, I, I would agree. That's kind of what I was going to say. I feel like hammering the Lions, but I have inherent bias, so I should avoid buy that. Buy or sell. And I know you're going to sell, but I just want to know why you're going to sell. Uh, are the Chargers going to make the playoffs, or is the AFC simply too much no. of a gauntlet and they've dug in too much of a hole? They're in too much of a hole to come back from this. Can it's we just, quickly, unless we're running out of time, can we quickly run the exercise? And I'm not going to comment. This is for, sure. you, for you to comment. They're four and four. Lions. Yeah, yeah. Loss. Five and four. At Packers. Win. 500. Uh, Sunday Night Football Ravens. Loss. Five and six. At Pats. Win. Six and six. Uh, Hosting the Broncos. Have you played the Broncos this year? No. Uh, Okay, win then. Seven and six. At Raiders. Win. Eight and six. Uh, hosting the Bills. Loss. At the start of the year, I would have said that, but now I'm not so sure. But sure. That, eight and I seven. Think that's fair. At Broncos. Loss. See, yeah, okay, I'll give you the one and one. That's eight and eight. And then against the Chiefs. Loss. Okay, so you're on the record saying eight and nine. We'll see what happens. Uh, that Because I also don't think that nine and eight is good enough to get into the playoffs in the AFC. No. But I also so... think that if they go and take care of Detroit. Yeah. Then it's the, the season's ahead of them. If they beat the lions this weekend, then yeah, they are trending up. I would, I'd put them ahead of the bills in my power rankings next week. If that happens, a uh, lot of chargers talk, I guess, last thing, do you regret having Quinn Johnson be the first receiver no, off the board? Absolutely not. No. Mike Williams had 100 yards in his rookie season. Uh, again, some of these ty- some of these guys, some of these prototypes take some time to develop. Quinn Johnson yeah. has looked pretty good, if you ask me. He is getting open. He's making plays. He hasn't been getting looks. I don't think he's getting used well. I would blame Kellen Moore on that. Quinton Johnson is a yak guy. He's hard to tackle. Mm-hmm. They're not getting him the ball in space. Yeah. Enough with the jet sweep crap. That never works. I want rollouts, drag routes, slants. Just get him the ball quickly in space. He doesn't have to run a vertical every time. Every time that he's doing something with him, he's running curl routes and verticals. Get him in it's, the middle it's... of the field and let him break tackles. That's the thing, and that's one of my big knocks with Kellen Moore, too, is just, like, get the ball in this guy's hands, and he can make plays. But it's the refusal to put the ball in his hands, quick quick passes off the line. We'll keep going, though. Uh, number 12, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I was big on the Seahawks to start the year. I'm still big on them going forward. Their defense got fucking killed against... Uh, the Ravens this past weekend, which was, I mean, didn't really see it coming, but 
I'm still a believer in the Seahawks defense. I am just completely done with Geno Smith as being one of these better game manager type quarterbacks. He's fine, but he's just, he's not, he's not good. And that's, what's going to hold them back is Geno Smith. Yeah. So my stance, and I think my stance is just a little uh, out to lunch at this point because of how bad the NFC is. Uh, I did say that Geno's going to fall off a cliff and that they'll finish at seven and 10. That's not going to happen. They're going to make the nope. playoffs. They are good enough talent-wise. They'll be there. They'll be the mm-hmm. sixth seed, and they'll lose their first playoff game. That's just what they are. They're a above-average team because of their quarterback that should be a very mm-hmm. good team. Uh, they should be able to compete with the, the 49ers. They have enough talent on that team. Uh, I still do. like Pete Carroll as a coach. Uh, Geno Smith is was never the guy. Uh, he's no. still not the guy. Um, nope. So we'll see what they do for the rest of the year. They'll probably find a way to win 10, 11, 12 games. Like, I need to see their schedule. They'll finish in that 10 to 12 range. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to mean much. It's going to mean as much as the I mean, different situation, but I, the same sentiment going into the playoffs that like, the Vikings gave me last year. They had a really good record. The Vikings were never doing shit last year. The Seahawks are yeah. You want you want a pinky team, big cat style? The Seahawks are my pinky team. They are not winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> there is a zero percent chance I mean, the Seahawks yeah. the Super Bowl. And that's the yeah. And I think that it, it all boils down to Geno Smith being their quarterback because you can look everywhere else on the roster and being like, that's a good unit right there. Geno Smith is the entire reason why the Seahawks won't do anything in the playoffs. See, I'm not on the same page as you. I think that they can get a playoff win because I do think that this defense is stingy enough. I think that they need to come together more as a unit. I think that'll happen after the Ravens kick the shit out of them. But uh, the NFC is just weird. Like, Because what? The Seahawks would probably play the the Lions. Yeah, so... If they play the Niners, that's, I mean, NFC West, they always play close. But Geno is the reason why the Seahawks won't go farther than they should. Let's keep going, though. Cleveland Browns, number 11. Uh, Fact or fiction, if the Browns didn't trade for the nasty man, they would be winning this division with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And they'd have whatever picks that they could have had on the team. As a result, plus gap space, paying, yep, they'd be paying Baker probably ten million dollars less at that point when 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 they had to make yeah. that decision. Yeah, let's just say yep. hypothetically, Baker would have gotten a Geno Smith kind of contract, three years, a hundred million, or something something mm-hmm. in that thirty to thirty-five ballpark. That would have been his cap yep. hit. Watson's what forty-five, so yeah, give or take ten million a year. And you get yeah. your three first round picks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm buying that. Yeah, I so just overall Brown stock. The Browns defense is fantastic. Miles Garrett, huge component of that. The Browns Jacob defense Schwartz, is fantastic. The new Irish defensive coordinator home. has been. 
they've looked pretty questionable on the road. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they just go to Indianapolis and get dropped with a 39 piece by the Colts? People want to talk about that Colts game where it's that defense still had like seven sacks and four turnovers where PJ Walker also turned the ball over multiple times and had like hundred yards passing and completed 40% of his passes. Like, same thing can be said about the Seahawks game where like, again, they were right there and they just crumbled at the end because PJ Walker. Yeah, they're, so. they're winning. Yeah. Exactly. Like the, the Browns, the Browns are, I, I like their defense a lot. I like their overall like roster in general. I just, I just hate Deshaun Watson. I always will. Uh, they lost Jedrick Wills, their left tackle now for the rest of the season. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that affects them. But uh, I fully expect this Browns team to make the playoffs. Like just with how good their defense is. And if the offense just kind of stays afloat and doesn't have PJ Walker in a quarterback anymore, I don't see a way that the Browns don't make the playoffs right now, which is saying something. I don't hate the take. I'm need, I am not ready to call them a playoff team yet, although they are five and three. They have let me see quickly. They'll be close. They'll probably finish right around 10, 11 wins, yep. and we'll see if that gets them in the AFC. That's just on a quick mm-hmm. glance here. Um I only see I only see two for sure losses. The rest are toss-ups. So, again, that's a ceiling of 12 wins. That probably gets you in. Um, So we'll see what happens. But, uh, I mean, Watson's just going to continue getting in reps here, try and get a little more comfortable, get in a better flow, uh, try and do what he can to find his former self, uh, which he hasn't been for a second in Cleveland. Um, I don't know if it's fully gone. I don't know where it is. He doesn't look physically incapable, but something's not clicking right now. And uh, they'll be limited until he gets towards playing at his $45 million price tag. So even if they make it again, can they go on a run? I'm not sold. No. No, I think the Browns are just firmly in that playoff team. But again, I think that they aren't competing with the upper class of the AFC. Uh, Let's keep going. Finally, into the top 10 here. Number 10, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, The Cowboys are one of these teams where we like the roster. We like the pieces on it. They got, you know, they got good players basically everywhere on the field. I think it all just comes down to that moron who's calling the plays and is the head coach, Mike McCarthy and me having zero faith in him whatsoever to win a big game and Dak Dak for that matter, winning a big game as well, just doesn't usually happen. And that's the only reason why I don't like the Cowboys is because of the head coach. I feel bad because I think Dak has played some pretty good ball this year. I think he, he has he phenomenal has. last game. I personally wrote him off before the game because I know how he usually is in Philly. He was spectacular. He was lights out, and he deserved a better fate than a 23-point loss. Or sorry, a po- 23 points on offense in a losing fashion. Uh, I should word it that way. Yeah. Um, I, they just got to use – lamb a lot more they've started to use lamb a lot more in the last two weeks 
um, basically come off their have they had their buy yet? I don't know. It just feels like the Chargers. No. They fed him the Rams game. They fed him this game. They fed him, and the offense just looked better. Um, Who would have thought throwing near your number one receiver works? Yeah. Anyone who's a foreign concept media, here. People are saying that CD Lamb is not a one. I don't know what kind of football they're watching. I don't know what kind of talent evaluators they are. Uh, CD not, Lamb, not not good ones. Clearly, clearly a top ten NFL receiver, and it's not close. Yeah. No, that's that is a fact. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like this this is a very good Cowboys roster. The defense is well, the offense when it's clicking, and it has been clicking recently. It's looked good. Uh and they just signed uh former Steeler Martavis Bryant mm-hmm. is now a Dallas Cowboy. Uh former Toronto Argonaut, where he did fuck all in the CFL. So I don't know how he's gonna come to the NFL try to do anything. People are like, oh, they finally have a guy who can stretch the field. The Cowboys just seem to forgot that Brandon Cooks exists on their team to stretch the field in that exact reason. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it so just sucks Devontae that it truly... Turpin, who's like one of the fastest players in the league. Like, I don't know why they're not implementing yeah. him in the offense more. I think he's uh, more than just a gadget player. <sighs> yeah, that's that's Mike McCarthy for you. I just it's this offense could be so much better. And we saw how good it was with Kellen Moore as the OC, where obviously they f- uh, they fumbled the bag a lot of the time there. But the offense was always consistently top five. And now it's looked up and down basically the entire season. Uh, any more thoughts on the Cowboys here? Do we need to talk about how good Parsons is? I think that's us. Obvious, he's very good. Uh, he's very good. He's not. Uh, I had him defensive player of the year. Watch, I don't think he's playing at that level right now. Um, not, no, dropped in my edge rankings. That's only because Max Crosby's moved up. Uh, but I think I got Parsons at number five right now in my edge rankings. So, uh, good on him. And uh, again. Deron Bland, shout out. That guy is nuts. Deron Bland is just about to say, yeah. Uh, He's really, really good. Um, He's having a Trayvon Diggs type season. Yeah, I mean, shit. Like, if Trayvon Diggs was still playing for this team, uh, who knows? But uh, it's never the Cowboys year until it's going to be finally the Cowboys year one day. Maybe it will be. Uh, I'm. They won't win a Super Bowl this year, and it's simply just because of the, the coach. Um, but it's too bad yep. because I think they're a very, very, very solid team, and they deserve better fate than they've gotten right now. They should really Agreed. be closer to the top five than just on the cusp of the top ten. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, keep moving on. Number nine, we got the Bills. The Bills are one of these teams where they could be much lower in my power rankings, but the only reason why they're still in my top 10 is because of Josh Allen and just the overall belief that things will eventually get on track for the offense. And I'm just kind of starting to believe that it's just not going to happen. I think that the offense is very one-dimensional. I think Stephon Diggs is the only true target that they have. Kincaid's looked nice. He had that fumble last week, though. They don't run the ball with James Cook, and they really should because he's been a very good back when he touches the ball. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the defense is just way too hurt right now. It's just, it's not the Bills here. I still think the Bills are going to make the playoffs, even though they're out of the picture right now, but they just have not been playing good football ever since that they fucking kicked the shit out of the Dolphins, really. So, uh, if they don't make the playoffs, and potentially even if they do, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, one of the fastest firings of the season is going to be Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey has no excuse to have Josh Allen and Diggs. And again, I'm going to say all these guys, they have a lot of guys. They're not just no names. They're, these are good players. Um, I don't know what, what's going on there. They can't figure it out. Uh, they got to move on. Ken Dorsey's not working. Yep. The, the offense nope. just hasn't looked the same since mm-hmm. Dable left. Um, although, I mean, it was good last year, but they did have some times last year where you're like, what the hell is going on? This is not just a this year thing. It happened last yep. year. They mm-hmm. have their 40, 50 point games last year too, uh, which they've had this year against your Dolphins. But the Bills don't move me, and I think it's more, uh, uh, yeah, offense is a problem. Their defense is so banged up right now. Um, I know they kind of had a valiant effort in the second half against the Bengals. Um, their 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 defense is not good enough. Uh, I've kind of come to the stance here where I think yeah, the Bills should be a again top five team. Uh, something's not clicking there, and you know what? Connor might get one of his first predictions right of the season. He was <laughs> the first one to say that the Bills were going to miss the playoffs, and at this point, uh, I'm not – again, they can just flick the switch at any point. I hope they do because I have a futures parlay where I got Texas Rangers already, and I need the Bills to win the Super Bowl, so that'd be really nice. <laughs> um but yeah, they something's not working right now, and I don't know who that switch is going to be. But someone's got to flick the switch, and they've got to turn it around real quick because uh, their schedule is not getting any easier. And no, it's you. You can't like look at the Bills now and say they're an automatic win every week. It's going to be a dogfight no matter who they're playing. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it earlier. I'm all over the Broncos this week. I think the Broncos are going to play a really solid game. Uh, and they're going to be right there on the final possession. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, the Bills, I mean, it's they have the ability, like you said, to flick the switch. We just haven't seen it in a while. A lot of things need to change. I think Sean McDermott might have just kind of overstayed his welcome. I think that I, I like him as a head coach. I think he's a solid head coach, but like players, coaches have their ceilings as well. And I think that Sean McDermott's kind of carried this team as far as he can take them, which not really his fault. There's been a lot of injuries and other circumstances here and there, but I think it's, it's never a bad thing to have a new voice to come into the locker room and shake things up. We will see. I doubt that they fire him. I think it will start with Ken Dorsey, get a new offensive coordinator in there, see if that changes things. And then if that doesn't work, then... Sean McDermott's out the door. Let's keep going. Number eight, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good. Jags are one of those teams where so far this year they have played nice. They've played. They've been winning the games that they should. 
but it's just it's never all been there at once it was my big question with the ravens until the last couple weeks where can we just see you convincingly beat a team finally instead of like oh like you're winning just because you're the better team like better roster better whatever the jags just haven't impressed me they've been good all year but they haven't done anything to be like wow yep jags are here jags are a contender jags are really good but i don't think that the jags are in this top class of the NFL right now, through the notch below. So they have a great opportunity to start that this week against the Niners. They do. They do. Um, if you want to be one of those teams, the Bengals have taken care of the Niners. Uh, other teams have taken care of the Niners. Why can't you take care of the Niners? So, uh, yep. yeah, if you want if you really want to be one of those top, like I could be a Super Bowl contender teams, um, I mean, you got to look at the other side for the Niners too. What they're saying about a team like the Jaguars, how do you get back on track? But um, from yeah. the Jaguars' perspective, you got to go and win this game. You're at home. I understand if you're on the road, maybe it's a different story. You're playing in Jacksonville. This team's flying over uh, to Eastern Time to play you. You got to win this game. And they got a game against the Bengals down the stretch. And then they got a game against the Ravens down the stretch. Uh, I mean, and at the Browns, I, I can't call that a big game. Uh, they're going to lose that game uh, just because nature of it being in December and they're a Florida mm-hmm. team. They're not. Yeah. So you have three opportunities at home against the Niners, the Bengals, and the Ravens to really put yourself in a position to consider yourself a contender. Um, they have some good wins this year. They've been good uh, and close in a lot of games. I mean, their Bills win doesn't look as good anymore, considering how the Bills have looked. Um, mm-hmm. You were right there with the Chiefs. So, again, that's a good look. But uh, I kind of agree with you where they're just kind of there. Uh, they're winning these games. They're not doing anything spectacular. They're not running people into the dirt. They're just kind of going through the motions. Uh can't just go through the motions forever. You got to look a no. little more alive and, and get it going here. Um, so, again, it starts this week, and we'll, we'll see what they do. I would be quite unimpressed if they left uh, Sunday without a win, and we'll see what happens. But uh, they'll probably still win the division, and depending on how they do down the stretch, that, that might just be that. But they should be good enough to yeah. be a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to win that division. They might be the one seed in the AFC just based off their schedule. If they beat the teams that they should and they win a couple games against the teams that are also on that level, it's possible anyways. The defense has been the better unit of the two between them and the offense so far. Josh Allen has really taken another step. We want to talk about these edge rush guys. Josh Allen, obviously, he's not in that top tier with Crosby and Wad and Garrett and Parsons and Bosa, but he's in that tier below right now. I think that he's really come on and played well. They got a lot of good, young, talented players on the defense, but the, again, it's the offense that has left a lot to be desired. I thought that this was going to be a big Trevor Lawrence leap uh, year for him with Calvin Ridley coming in with the offense, but Christian Kirk still his number one guy. Ridley, I don't. Again, it's just the offense has just been okay so far. 
It's been fine. It's been winning them games. It needs to be better if they want to hit that next level and truly contend. But Travis I think we can leave it there with the Jets. I'll tell you that much. I know you're not big on Travis Etienne, but he is. Uh, he's in my top. He can't five run guys. the ball between the tackle. Uh, he can't run the ball between the tackles. He's fucking phenomenal at everything else, though. But okay, so tell me, yeah. he's just not another Austin Eckler. Yeah, nothing wrong with Austin Eckler. Nothing wrong with Alvin Kamara. It's just it's, but yeah, can't 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 run between the tackles. That's an knock. They need to find another back that can. Yeah, I get thought Tank Bigsby was going to step up and be good, but he's been relatively quiet. Um, I thought so too. I thought yeah. so too. Uh, let's keep going. Number seven, we have my team, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, current frauds of the NFL. If we want to just start it there. We just need, we need a win. We need a win against a good team. Simple as that. I think that we're going to get there, but it's whenever the offense is clicking, the defense doesn't. When the defense is playing lights out, the offense doesn't. But I I have faith for the back half of the season that the way that the defense has been playing now that Ramsey is back and we're, that's a fully healthy unit again. I'm not worried about our offense getting things back on track. We got the bye week. The bye week came at the perfect time. We'll get a chain against the Raiders. And we, again, until we beat a good team, I can't consider us at the top class of the AFC or whatever, but we're going to make the playoffs. There's no doubt in my mind that we will miss the playoffs. We're making the playoffs. And then after that, it's let's prove it. This is a very good Miami team. It just needs to, things need to click altogether. So I understand that. Um, I see five losses Too much silence on the here. schedule. Yeah. I see five losses on the schedule. They're not going to lose all five games, but I see five no. potential losses. Uh, you can't call this team a lock for the playoffs. Um they don't yeah, have enough bad teams on the schedule in the back half, considering what we've seen to call this a lock for the playoffs. So they should dismantle the Raiders because that's what they do against these teams. At the Jets yeah. is going to be a hard game. The Jets so, have proven to just stump everyone's passing game. Can yeah. they get A-Chain back and get him running and get him in space and win that kind of game? And this is my big thing with like the Jets and the way that they've been playing is that, and we saw it with the Chargers last night. If you don't turn the ball over against this Jets team, you are going to win the game. That's correct. Like the Chargers, the Chargers looked awful on offense last Mm -hmm. night. It was all check downs. They couldn't get anything going, but didn't turn it over. They don't turn the ball over, and that's what matters. And they also had special teams and the defense playing up huge, but mm-hmm. like it's yeah, like I'm I'm fully expecting. I'm I'm looking at the schedule here. I a- after the bye, that's four straight wins. Uh yeah, sure. You can at Commanders. They should win that game. They should throw all over them. Uh, Titans though they should beat the Titans especially on the road if that's a game in Tennessee maybe I think about it a little differently just considering how yeah. Tennessee plays but that should be a win yeah uh, then you're getting your first real test you're gonna have to wait until Christmas that's the that's that's the thing so, you, so uh, you're I'm, talking about oh yeah they just need a win against a good team yeah. you're potentially unless going we all see the way until Christmas without a, a good yeah. team here 
yeah. I mean, but that's the it's it's so fucking stupid because now that like oh the Chargers are five hundred again, does that count as a good win if the Chargers fucking win no. beat the Lions next if week? Beat the, no, if they beat that's the Lions. The, yes, if they beat the Lions, it's a good team, yeah. and you beat a five hundred team. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. We technically like. That's why the stat that like oh we haven't beat like a winning team in however many like four hundred and something days. Yeah, it's, it's kind of we'll fraudulent because we we'll beat the lions. We we beat the lions last year and then the lions finished nine and eight. But at the time the lions were like one and five or whatever the fuck <laughs> they were. But this I am very confident with our defense going forward. I think our defense is going to be the unit, which I thought they were going to be at the start of the year. And then Jalen Ramsey gets hurt and other people get hurt and whatever. The unit's healthy. They looked very, very, very good against the Chiefs in that second half. Yes. I'm not a big fan of the Chiefs offense, but again, we're not going to figure out whether or not this Dolphins is, or this Dolphins team is real until Christmas, which is you Can you say with certainty 100% that Tua has done enough this year to earn a top market contract extension. Yes. So Tua is going to be the next highest paid quarterback. Him or Lawrence, potentially, whoever signs first. But he's going to get that $55 million a year kind of deal? Yes. It's one of those things I hope that he doesn't just because it would be nice to have that more cap flexibility. But like you want to talk about like, yeah, so Lawrence needs a new deal. He's the next QB to not that Lawrence has done anything to to earn that deal right now either. That's that's the thing. I mean, if you look at overall career so far, two has had the better career so far than Lawrence, which not saying a lot because Lawrence hasn't looked great, but I, the way Tua has gone throughout the season, and even from last year, where last year you could see that, okay, he is a surefire NFL starter, one of, like, the say top 15 quarterback in the league, regardless of his fucking concussion issues and stuff. But right now, Tua is definitely a top 10 QB in the league. Fact or fiction? You're taking too long. This is this is easy. Of course, he's a top ten quarterback. No, I don't have him ten. I'll, well, sorry, because that's of Kirk, fucking because, ridiculous. Because because of Kirk Cousins' injury, I have him at ten. Nah, that's whatever. Uh, Tua, okay, Tua, Tua does stuff that people don't realize because he doesn't have a strong arm. He does everything else so much better than some of these other quarterbacks. He I've process- been impressed with him this year. His processing has been phenomenal. His process, his processing and the anticipation and to know where every guy and what the role on the field. Like McDaniel's fucking scheme is so complicated. And this is when, like, when people say, "Oh, if Justin Herbert played for the Dolphins, they'd be undefeated and he would have seventy touchdowns." I don't think he would because when you're saying, "Oh," Herbert locks down on his first read. And I mean, if his first reads Austin Eckler most of the time, apparently, but Herbert doesn't process the field as quickly as Tua. And that's why this offense works the way it does. It's the timing and the anticipation and the processing. And that's why this works. I think if Herbert was the Dolphins quarterback, it would be a completely different looking scheme because they have two completely different skill sets and people, that's a whole other thing. But either way, the Dolphins are good the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. I am so confident in that. We're going to win the division. I'm also confident in saying that we're going to win the division. 
It might come down. I don't down know if that's going to be such a great accomplishment considering the Bills being a disaster right now, but uh, I don't care. I do not care whatsoever. We're winning the division. Okay, congratulations. It might come to best. We'll see. <laughs> okay, let's move on because we can just go in circles yeah, here. Uh, Chiefs number six here. Uh, this Chiefs defense has been qui- like not even quietly, but one of the better defensive units in the league so far this year. They've been playing lights out. Trent McDuffie has looked unreal. Uh, and you want to talk about that like Tyree Kill trade? Win win on both sides. The fact that we got Dolphins got Tyreek and the Chiefs got Trent McDuffie and a first round pick, or I guess Trent McDuffie was that first round pick. I forget how the actual trade worked out. Either way, worked out well for both sides. That defense is unreal. The offense, though, is the concerning part, which hasn't I haven't been able to say since Pat Mahomes took over from Alex Smith as the quarterback, basically. Uh, they just don't have any other weapons outside of Travis Kelsey. Don't want to hear it. I don't like want to hear Rishi. it. I it's, do, it's I true, absolutely, though. I do not want to hear it. No. I want okay, to like, what, they why? Still have, why? They still have a top offensive line in the NFL. You still have Travis Kelsey. When he gets tripled, yeah. people get open. Mahomes is not playing good football right now. He's not pr- as protected as he used to no, be in the past. No, the, and he's making very bad decisions, and he's not making the throws yeah. that he used to make. So now, I don't the fact that Pat Mahomes is yeah no the fact that Pat Mahomes is leading the MVP race right now is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. He's probably he's having the worst he's having the worst year of his career, which Absolutely. is he's still having a he's still having an above average year. But for Pat Mahomes yeah. standards, this is a very bad year for him. But I'm gonna go back to someone someone else needs to step up as a receiver on this team. I think it will be Rishi Rice. I think he's the only one that has a flashed potential. But right now they're just running. It's Travis Kelsey, and then there's like seven other guys in the receiving core, all getting snaps, and they're all just very, very okay. And say what you want, they still have Travis Kelsey. They still have a very good offensive line, and the run game with Pacheco has been decent. But this, the Chiefs' offense, is the reason why they are being held back right now. And they're still a very good team. And I think that switch can flip at any moment, like the Bills kind of thing, where if he gets, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to build chemistry with weapons when every receiver plays like 12 snaps a game instead of some guy being on the field all the time. But yeah, yeah. I know. Like we were saying earlier, it's like they're, again, a team where, yeah, they're, who who would have thought their defense is carrying this year? Uh, yeah, and that's what just makes them scary is their offense isn't playing good football, and you really just have to give them the benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Considering yeah. what we've seen in the past, so mm-hmm. um, that's why I had them a little higher than six when I uh, I was talking to you earlier. But um, I still think today. Uh, they should be the Super Bowl favorites, and they probably will be in the Super Bowl again, just because you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think there's one team that can take them down. We'll talk at them. I'll talk about them 
when we get there. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there's, I think there's only only one team. There aren't two teams. There's one team that I think that can compete with the Chiefs. Um, so that will really put a dent into your top three. But Okay. Uh, let's keep going. At number five, we have the Detroit Lions. Uh, just playing very good football on either side. I mean, not... I mean, they got killed by the Ravens, but uh, so did the Seahawks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just that's just an, uh, a Lamar versus the NFC thing. I think. <laughs> yes, no, which unbelievable stat. But Jared Goff has been great since being a Lion. Basically, uh, Gibbs finally had his breakout game, so they got the tandem of him and Monty. Hopefully, going forward. I love Amon Ra. I think Amon Ra is one of the better receivers in the NFL. Would I put him? He's fringe top 10. I think that that's, I like him that much. I know Moo can't stand him, which is just weird. But well, uh, Moo can't stand and the def- receivers. Fair. Very fair. Um, Yeah, and the defense has been playing well. You want to talk about one of those guys who's playing himself into that like top tier of edge guys? It's Aiden Hutchinson. I think yeah. Aiden Hutchinson will be a future defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just more of a matter of time. They got, like, the defense is playing well. Everything's playing well. The Lions, because they're in the NFC, they can contend. They can be in the Super Bowl, is what I'm going to say, because they're in the NFC. I think if they were in the AFC, right now they're in, like, Jags territory for me. Again, we'll see what happens this week. Uh, yeah, this is a very big game for both sides. We already spoke about why it's big for the Chargers, but this mm-hmm. is still a very big game for the Lions. You don't want to go and lose to the Chargers on the road, and then that that just is not good a good vibe coming off a bye um, against a shaky team with a shaky coach, an inconsistent team. You what you've shown this year is that you go and you handle these teams. Yeah, uh, not necessarily smoke them, but you're gonna go there on the road. You're gonna do take care of business, and you're gonna leave and go home with a win. So that's what the expectation should be, and that's what it should continue being as they roll into the playoffs. They're not a pushover Detroit Lions team anymore. I think everyone and the public uh, is seeing them as a Super Bowl contending team. Everything's mm-hmm. clicking. They've been the hottest team in the NFL. Since week ten last year, mm-hmm. what are they mm-hmm. twenty three and four? Uh, that that's could be a cap that number. That's a lot of wins, but something along those lines where you're 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 talking about yourself as a top team in the league for more than just this season. Uh, rolling into mm-hmm. last year, you're going to be fully healthy. I think they're getting Ragnow back this week. Monty's back this week. They're getting uh, uh, someone else on the defense back this week. I can't remember. But you're going to be at your healthiest. Uh, roll into the back half of the year here with your momentum and, again, cement yourself as one of those bull contenders. Can they do it? We'll see. They are a young team. Uh, they haven't made the playoffs yet. Uh, doesn't matter. I mean, we saw Cincinnati do that, go from yeah. where they were and roll right to the Super Bowl. So. Uh, can they make the Super Bowl? Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. And just a very good coaching staff that they have. I mean, we don't have to go into details, but Ben Johnson will be the number one candidate 
head coaching candidate this offseason. So mm-hmm. we'll see where he gets. It goes, see where he gets poached. Let's keep going, though. Number four, San Francisco 49ers. I don't think that I've had a team with three straight losses uh, still be in my top five in my power rankings. Uh, But here we are. Uh, And the Niners, like we've been saying, they have a big test this week against Jacksonville. And they another team that's been not very healthy the last couple weeks, but it looks like Trent Williams will be back. It looks like Debo will be playing. Uh, so big week for the Niners. Chase Young will be active playing mm-hmm. alongside his former teammate there, Nick Bosa at Ohio State. Uh, the Niners are good. The Niners are good. It's just... Things haven't looked great the last couple weeks. They've looked fine, and then down the stretch, Brock Purdy has kind of crumbled and folded and whatever. They just need him to be a game manager. It's all about not turning the ball over for the 49ers, and that's kind of why they've lost the last couple weeks is because Brock Purdy kept turning the ball over. I, But this is a big test. This is kind of a big, like we've been saying about the Chargers and Lions game, that wherever whatever team wins this Niners-Jags game, they will be trending up for the rest of the season while the other team will be trending down. Simple as that, but this is this is a very, very good San Francisco 49ers roster. Yeah, and then even in the occasion that they lose this game, now you've lost four in a row. Again, it doesn't really matter as much for the Niners than it does for the Jaguars. Um, I think, mm-hmm. again, that's just nature of the conference that you're in. Um, but... The Niners still, regardless, have the best roster in the NFL. I will give them that nod over the Eagles, who have the second-best roster in the NFL. It's funny how we make fun of the NFC so much, and they have the two most talented rosters. But, um, yeah, it just really depends. I think it's going to come down to, is Purdy in his head finally? Has he... Has the league figured out Purdy? Uh, again, you said they're missing Trent Williams. That's a huge loss. Debo being out, big loss. So is he in his own head now? Is he not invincible anymore? He was just so locked in and in a flow. Uh, c- couldn't do any wrong. And now he's faced adversity the last three games. Can he mm-hmm. bounce back from adversity? We'll see. Um, if this season spirals out of control, the Niners are in a world of trouble because they don't have their guy. They traded their other guy that they thought was the guy. What the hell do you do at quarterback with this much talent on the team? So you better hope that Purdy can whip yeah. it back into shape because then they are in a crisis mode. So um, they'll still be there at the end. They'll, regardless of what happens today, they'll have. Mm-hmm. 12 wins and they will be a top three team and there's nothing that will stop that from happening. Uh, the Seahawks will not win the division over them. The Niners will still win the division. Uh, some people think otherwise, but um, yeah, the, they can kind of do whatever they want. If you ask me, then this team just has to be playing well in December. If you can go into the playoffs with some momentum then, that's all that matters. Then that's all, all that matters. matters. I don't really think this yep. next five game stretch really matters for them. 
uh, so people can get. They're a playoff team, they regardless. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to be there. Just get hot at the right time. If that means yeah. keeping people rested uh, to get them fully healthy and not risking them, you don't need to take any risks here. You're going to make the playoffs. No. Yep. Yep. Completely agree. Uh, and yeah, let's say the QB situation does go around. I think this is the only spot that I could see Kirk Cousins actually going to if it's not Minnesota. How do they afford it? They can't have a lot of money. Uh, they 800K deal, and they're like a cap team. That's the only that's, way they operate. That's for later. That's, that's, that's for later. Yeah, later to figure out. Kirk mm-hmm. to the Niners, though. Uh, number three, Cincinnati Bengals after a very tough start to the year. Everyone's healthy now. They're just rolling now. The offense is clicking. The defense has been good all year so far. Tough to just find a weak spot with the Bengals right now. Like, really. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Ravens in a second. This is the only team in the AFC that can compete with the Chiefs. Um, uh, notice how I'm being an adult and not including the Chargers in that group. Um, that will easily change uh, if they can go and beat the uh, Lions and the Ravens. But that's, we'll talk about that in a month from now. Right yeah. now, at this moment, the only team that can beat the Chiefs is the Bengals. Um, Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the NFL. That's just yep. let's just say it how it is. Uh, the O line is playing great ball. Orlando Brown. That's been a tough loss for the Chiefs as well. Um, Everyone is clicking. T's healthy. Mixon is looks rejuvenated after taking his pay mm-hmm. cut. The defense has. Do they just find right guys for the defense that they play? They don't necessarily yep. need to have these high draft picks. Uh, your your Cam Taylor Brits, your Dax Hills, these guys come in and they play good ball. You're it's just really consistent every week. Uh, Lou is just got it like that. He. He calls a good game. He calls a steady game. They don't get beat on big plays. Um, they're just a playoff team, and they're going to be hard to take down in the playoffs if everyone stays healthy. Um, yeah. And they have a quarterback who has that killer instinct and can get it done in crunch time. Are 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 the Bengals still fourth in their division right now? They are still fourth in their division. <laughs> That's so funny. Which is ridiculous. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's not like that. You, you have these teams throughout the last. And you look at the NFL and the history, and think of what happened when uh, Patriots start zero and two and one and three in the start of the year, and everyone would go ape shit. Rogers, these teams, like yeah, you know the Bengals start slow. We knew this was going to happen. Burrow played no preseason yeah. snaps. They were not going to be no. good out the gate. Anyone who's on this hurt. team was not yeah. doesn't have the ability to go on a run and win out is just nuts. They can yep. absolutely finish fourteen and three, and I would not be yep. shocked the slaves. No, the the Bengals are the Bengals are really really fucking good. And we want to talk like oh one of like the better rosters, like players all over both sides of the ball. Just and. Zach Taylor is so lucky that Lou Anarumo is his defensive coordinator 
Because I don't think Zach Taylor is really that good of a head coach. I think that he has been blessed with a ton of talent on offense and a defensive coordinator that should be a head coach probably who doesn't really get any looks, and I don't know why. But, yeah, this Bengals team is one of the best in the NFL right now. I mean, there's a reason why I have them as a top three team after the start that they had. I always knew that it was just as soon as Burrow was it a calf strain or whatever the hell it was, mm-hmm. as soon as he gets fixed and healed up again, that the Bengals offense was going to start rolling and they have, they've looked really good. Uh, and speaking of really good teams, another AFC North team, we got the Ravens at number two Ravens defense is fucking incredible. And their offense has looked very good at times. Other times it's looked whatever, but their run game is going. Zay Flowers has been great. Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews. Lamar has been fantastic this year. The Raven again, it's like the Bengals. Try to find a weak spot on the Ravens. You really can't right now. So the Ravens are clobbering good teams. Yeah. Are winning the games they're supposed to be winning. Everything seems to be rounding in the shape. They do this every year. I'm not getting fooled by this Ravens team. I think they are a top four team in the AFC. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl. I know people think this is finally the year. They got it all together. The defense is lights out. Lamar looks good. He has a new system. I don't care. Lamar doesn't win big-time games when it matters most. Uh, I don't think they'll go to an AFC championship. I think they'll be out in the divisional round. That's just what this team has been. They win 12 games. They're around that level, talented of a team. They're talked like a Super Bowl contender every year, and they don't get it done. Well, they haven't got I am with them. Well, they haven't got it done the last couple seasons because the QB has been hurt. No doubt in my mind that the Ravens would have went to the AFC Championship game last year if Lamar was playing. I mean, it was a what a Sam Hubbard like ninety-eight yard scoop and score for them that was like the game game winning score for that game with Tyler Huntley a QB like. I, I and I think this Ravens team is like I think that this defense is fantastic, one of the best in the NFL. I mean, I keep saying about this multiple defenses. There's a lot of good defenses right now in the NFL, but I'm on the same page as page as you, where I don't think the Ravens are all there. Where with the Bengals, it's yep, their offense is fantastic. Yep, the defense is fantastic. With the Ravens. Their offense still has a lot of inconsistencies where the Bengals just simply don't. And I think that is the difference maker. We still have a whole second half of the season to see if those inconsistencies go away. If the run game continues to be great with uh, with Gus Bus and Keaton Mitchell there, who just had an incredible game. But uh, right now, the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. They are very good. We will... End it, though, with the number one team in the NFL currently. I'll pause you very quickly. We're going to learn a lot about this Ravens team, and I understand they just waxed the Seahawks, and they just waxed the Lions. This three-game stretch against the Browns, the Bengals, and then we'll see the Chargers before they're by. Yeah. We'll learn a lot about the Ravens. That's big. Yep. 
Completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, yeah, last team up, though. Number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, seven and one right now on the year. Yeah. Only lost to the Jets somehow. Uh, I had Jets money line. <laughs> nice. But this, again, the Eagles' best record in the NFL currently. But it's not, they're not as good as the Eagles last year. No. They've just been in the defense is part of the reason that secondary has looked not great. And even with the addition of Kevin Byard, they still haven't looked fantastic. And I don't know if that's just another year of Bradbury and Slay getting older because the Eagles front seven on defense is fantastic. Jalen Carter looks like an all pro already. He's unbelievable. And the offense has still looked great. The tush push, the brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it, is just simply unstoppable other than the one fumble by Hertz there. A.J. Brown is the second-best receiver in the NFL currently, only behind Tyreek. Devonta is still good. Uh, big loss, though. Dallas Goddard is – actually, I don't know how – He scratched his arm, so he's going to have he's to out go for on bit. IR. But I think – Yeah. Can, well, they say fractured arm. Oh. I think it was his I, wrist. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know how long it's going to take. He should be, as, as someone who has broken their arm, uh, should be back by playoffs, I would imagine. But, uh, yeah, like, the Eagles are really, really good. It's just, I don't know. They're not dominant. They're not, and I don't think, and I think that's kind of the case this year, is there's no truly dominant teams in the NFL. I think that there are a lot of very, very good teams, but I can poke holes in a lot of different teams then really, I think the only one that I can't right now is the Bengals, which is saying something. But Eagles right now, they're the best team in the league. They're hard to beat. They're just flat out. They're just flat out very good. But there's just something that's just not quite there. So and it it's is always it hard. Is. It's hard to lose two coordinators and roll into the yep. year. And they're 7-1. and one. That just goes yep. to show how much talent is on this team. Regardless of, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call Sirianni a great coach. I don't know. Something bothers me with Nick Sirianni. Uh, but there's just talent. There's just talent all over this team. Uh, yeah. They got to be uh, careful because Jalen Hurts taking a lot of shots. He's getting banged up, and it's only week 10. Yeah. Um, yep. They need to find ways they're good enough to get ahead of the game, try and get multiple score leads and get them mm-hmm. out of the game. Um, I know it's these, some teams never have that luxury, but Eagles are that good that they should have that luxury against some teams to try and just end the game early and then get your starters out of there and stay fresh. So I think that's a big thing for them down the stretches. Can they, get off to good starts and put teams away early and try and stay fresh for the playoffs. If they keep messing yep. around and playing in these overtime games and uh, needing a last minute drive to beat the commanders games and uh, effing around and taking 45 yards of penalty games against the Cowboys, something just seems off. Um, I don't think I, I did think for a long time they were. I'm pretty confident they're not going to make the Super Bowl this year, uh, which is kind of crazy to say considering how they played right now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but something just seems off, and I don't think uh, I don't think Hertz is going to be at a hundred percent down in December and into January. Um, and it's just it's hard to go back to back. I know they're that good, but it takes a lot of mental focus to be dialed in back to back seasons and get right back to where you were. Um, it's it's going to be very tough. Uh, Niners will be right there. Lions will be right there, and we'll see what happens ultimately. Uh, I you can make the argument absolutely that AJ Brown is the MVP of the team over Jalen Hurts. I see Jalen yeah. Hurts getting uh all this praise, which is fine. He makes good plays. AJ Brown is the mover of this offense. No AJ Brown. No Doesn't Eagles work. offense to this extent. Yep. Uh yep. you can say that for a lot of like yeah, you take out the uh I don't know, take out Tyreek or you take out anyone or you take out Jetta and look what the take offense. out Austin Eckler. They had their best offensive performances <laughs> of the season. But anyways, uh, you guys, oh my goodness, made my blood boil yesterday. But um, oh yeah, it's so frustrating when everyone just piles on on you. It's literally it's like so every Dolphins stupid. game. That's I mean, it's yeah. Um, but anyway, and no, we we always we always buy the bait. We always, we always take the bait. the bait. Um, yeah, we'll see what the Eagles got to do down here. But uh, yep. they've shown they can beat the top teams uh, consistently. They don't lose a lot of games. And uh, I mean, the one game they lost, okay, like Chiefs basically lost, should have lost, if you ask me. The Bills lost. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, whatever you can have an outlier game, but. Uh, not as dominant as last year. Something seems off, and uh, yeah, I think they'll be the difference down the line. But we'll see. Yeah. Okay, we will end it there. Uh, I forget what your Super Bowl prediction was going into the year, but now that we're at the midway point, are you changing up your your prediction? So I don't have it written down, but I probably said Chargers Eagles. That just sounds like yeah. something I would say. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to switch both teams. Okay. And uh, I will be back on the pod in December again if they get hot here and show that they can beat good teams, which they haven't done yet. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not going to call the Jets a good team. But if they beat the Lions and they beat the Ravens, you're showing that you can beat good teams. So then maybe you're trending towards – are you actually finding your form? They're not there yet. They haven't done it, so I can't put them there. I'm going to go with the Bengals and the Niners. Um, I just think it will be too soon for the Lions to make that step. I think they look good, but it's just a lot asking for them uh, to go right to the Super Bowl right away. The Niners have been in the mix. This team has a lot of consistency, a lot of the same pieces, and they're in the NFC Championship game essentially every year, and they never get it done. Well, maybe this is the year they get it done. So I would say Mm -hmm. uh, Bengals and Niners. And if I had to pick a winner, um, I again, I don't have them at one in my power rankings right now, but 
the Bengals are the best team in the NFL. I just yeah. can't put them at one right now because they're a four, no, five, five and three team. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. If I really, so, if I really had balls, I'd put them at one. I probably will next week. Uh, just yeah. considering what happens at the top of the table, but I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bengals over Niners is my mid season switch. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, completely valid. I mean, the only reason I don't want the Bengals to win is literally just because Tony will be insufferable. He already is. If he gets a fucking championship under his belt after claiming that they've had multiple championships robbed from them over the years, but uh, I think my my preseason prediction was Bills over Eagles. Definitely switching out the Bills. I'm going to keep the Eagles in there just because I think I, when we talk about question marks about the other teams, I have question marks about the Eagles, but they're not as big as they are for the Niners and for the Lions and for the Cowboys and whatever. Uh, for the AFC, though, I will just say AFC Championship game, Bengals-Dolphins. I think... I do I do believe in the Dolphins so, 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 so much that we will get it right. The offense will get going. Whatever. Super Bowl champions. I will take that. But no, I think that the Bengals are... Unbiasedly, I think that the Bengals are the odds-on favorite right now to win the Super Bowl. So we will end it there. Spills, this has been a very, very long one. This will end up being a two-part podcast here. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost uh, two hours. Holy shit. Yep. Uh, So thank you very much for coming on. And as always, if you've liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace. Peace.